Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, this is Christian Sager. So we recently went to the How Stuff Works kitchen and we looked at the nutrition facts label on some of the food there. We looked at Cherry Coke, for instance. It has 42 grams of sugar. Then we looked at Mountain Dew, and it had 46 grams in a can. Okay. Well, something that's always bothered me is how there isn't a percent daily value listed for sugar. For instance, 39 grams of sugar in a can of Coke seems like a lot, but is it? On May 20th, 2016, the Food and Drug Administration introduced an updated nutrition facts label, which they said reflected new scientific information. And among the changes were updated serving sizes, calories in a way bigger font, and an entirely new line for added sugars that also includes a percent daily value. But 
Let's back up. Why does it matter how much sugar a person consumes? Well, sugar, whether it's natural or added, is a type of carbohydrate that our bodies use for energy. Fruits, vegetables, and dairy foods can naturally contain sugar, but the FDA defines added sugars as those that are either added during the processing of foods, sugars from syrups and honey, and sugars. From concentrated fruit or vegetable juices that are in excess of what would be expected from the same volume of 100% fruit or vegetable juice of the same type. Whew! That 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 last bit was a little bit long. Anyways, a food science expert we talked to named Marion Nestle from New York University explains why added sugars can be harmful. Oh, they're not needed. And they dilute the nutritional quality of whatever they're added to. They give you calories, but they don't give you any additional nutrients. The FDA recommends limiting added sugar intake to no more than 10% of a person's total daily calories. For adults, this equals about 50 grams or 12.5 teaspoons of sugar per day. In other words, a little more than a can of Mountain Dew. The World Health Organization recommends even less. Just. Five percent of a person's daily calories, which equal about 25 grams or six teaspoons per day, or one package of peanut M&Ms. Now, for reference, the average American adult consumes 75 grams of added sugar per day, or about 19 teaspoons. So, where does all this added sugar come from? If your first answer is soda, you might be surprised to know that American soda consumption has steadily decreased in the past 15 years or so. The truth is that sugar can be found in just about everything we eat and drink, but it's often disguised under other names like glucose, fructose, maltose, dextrose, basically anything that ends with ose, cane juice, cane syrup. High fructose corn syrup, cane sugar, corn sweetener, molasses, malt syrup, invert sugar, or fruit juice concentrates. Whew, okay, that was another long one. Manufacturers list them in this way to break up the amount and make it appear like there's less overall sugar in a product, and that's one of the reasons the FDA is updating the nutrition label. So consumers are aware of how much added sugar is in their food. If you're going to be eating healthfully, you want to keep the amount of sugar down, not just for reasons of nutrients, but also because there's so much evidence that people who eat a lot of sugar have a higher risk for obesity. Type two diabetes, heart disease, and so forth. If that's the case, why hasn't the public been better informed? To answer that, we need to go back in time, and we're going to talk to Christina Kearns, a postdoctoral fellow at the University of California in San Francisco. The 1960s, a lot of attention in the scientific community was directed to trying to understand the dietary factors in the American diet、uh, and how they might be linked to coronary heart disease. American men were dying of coronary heart disease at higher rates than other countries, and so we thought our specific American diet might have something to do with that. Kearns, along with co-authors Laura Schmidt and Stan Glantz, recently published a paper in JAMA Internal Medicine revealing that the sugar industry sponsored research that purposefully singled out fat. As the dietary cause of heart disease, while downplaying the evidence that sugar consumption was a factor. As more evidence began to link sucrose consumption to coronary heart disease, the sugar industry got involved with the research themselves in an attempt to discredit some of the evidence, and I believe 
direct attention away from that research onto the research linking fat to coronary heart disease. Founded in 1943 by members of the U.S. sugar industry, the Sugar Research Foundation was dedicated to communicating and supporting sugar's dietary role to the public. It later evolved into what is currently called the Sugar Association. The documents that we have, the industry is certainly talking about how to protect market share. So the Sugar Research Foundation was created to protect sales. Now, industry-sponsored research is nothing new, but the effects of the Sugar Research Foundation's manipulation were far-reaching. When the U.S. government first published their dietary guidelines for Americans in 1980, they recommended avoiding too much fat, saturated fat, and cholesterol, which they linked to a greater chance of having a heart attack. They did recommend limiting sugar intake, but only because it could cause tooth decay. Even today, go walk into any grocery store and look at the so-called healthy products. They usually advertise themselves as being low-fat or low-cholesterol, but they say almost nothing about their sugar content. After the JAMA article came out, the Sugar Association released a statement in which they said, We acknowledge that the Sugar Research Foundation should have exercised greater transparency in all of its research activities. However, when the studies in question were published, funding disclosures and transparency standards were not the norm they are today. I think it was interesting that they, they sort of acknowledged that they should have been more transparent. I actually didn't expect them to, to say that. However, you know, that, that doesn't exonerate the industry from, from their actions. Despite the manipulation by the Sugar Research Foundation, whether added sugar contributes to coronary heart disease is still hotly debated. What you have is an enormous amount of evidence from correlation and association that people who eat diets that are high in sugar tend to have a greater risk for obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. The best thing that you can do? Look at the labels. Know what's in your food and how much. And if you're worried about added sugar, a simple solution is just to avoid prepackaged food. Buy fresh ingredients and cook them yourself. That way, you know exactly what's going into the food you eat. So... If you're wondering why you haven't seen the new Nutrition Facts label yet, it's because manufacturers have until July of 2018 to comply with the changes. And if a manufacturer makes less than $10 million a year in annual food sales, they'll have another year to make this change. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zip. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.